For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are here for an emergency podcast. That is right, an emergency pod, the rare Ooh. emergency pod, because some big news dropped today, and unfortunately, it is not good news. Um, man, uh, so four Detroit Lions suspended two indefinitely, two for six games. Um, so most notably, Jameson Williams suspended for six games. Um, but then Quintez Cephas... Red Dogs Hall of Fame prospect. <laughs> definitely. CJ Moore, a top special teamer for the Lions. The guy uh, who also had that big fake punt against the Vikings this year. Suspended indefinitely. Oh, yeah. And then Stanley yeah. Berryhill, uh, kind of end of the roster. This is the one that hurts the receiver. most. <laughs> yeah, Stanley it's Berryhill. Stanley, how you um, do Also like suspended this. six games. So I'll get, I'll get slight more details about those suspensions in a moment. But before we do, let's introduce the Blue Kool-Aid crew that is here. So I'm Big Z. Let's get the other two. We got UJ. Hello. And Red Dog. Yo. All right, gentlemen. So let me just break it down really quick. So the NFL PA gives protections to players to gamble on sports outside of football. And that's what Jamison Williams and Stanley Berryhill, the two wide receivers, did. Unfortunately... The rules state you cannot do it on the team facility property. And Jameson Williams and Stanley could have walked across the street to McDonald's and made the bet and walked back, but they did not. They did it in <laughs> Allen Park. Thus, they get suspended. It was not on football, though. Very notable. So maybe it was like on the World Cup in November or something like that. I don't know. That's my guess. It could have been anything. But uh, it was not football. However, Quintus Cephas and C.J. Moore... It must have been football because they got suspended definitely. And when you bet on NFL football, you get suspended definitely. Just like Thank Calvin Ridley God. did uh, <laughs> two years ago now because Calvin Ridley just got reinstated a year ago uh, or uh, recently and he got suspended a year ago. So I guess it was a year ago where he got suspended definitely. Thank um, God he wasn't that stupid. Oh <laughs> but man, uh, just a tough, 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 tough blow. I, th- I should also mention that several Lions staffers. I don't know which ones. They didn't give names, but several of them in different departments also um, got fired. For if So NFLPA gives players protection to bet on something outside of football, off the premises. But front, off, uh, front office people, or basically if you're not a player, you cannot bet at all, period, on any sport. It's a weird <laughs> rule. Even if it's legal in the state, it doesn't matter. Uh if you're it's who? a very unique situation going on. It, it, it's also very odd because the NFL heavily promotes gambling now. They get sponsorship from gambling, uh, from DraftKings, FanDuel, all that. Um, so it's a very, I mean, this is not just football. It's all the major sports now um, that are put in a interesting position. The last time the Lions got a player suspended for gambling was Alex Karras in 1963. He suspended oh. for an entire year, which hmm. I did not know until today that he actually... Yeah, that's how uh, I do remember that. Spent yeah. an entire year, um, but nonetheless, but wow, uh, shocking development, uh, man. Shocking. I mean, I'll, I'll take this to UJ first. Uh, just in ter- like the Lions had a ton of positive momentum nationally, um, going into the draft here, everything like that. Do you think this puts a dent into that momentum that they've been building the past couple of years? Well, it somewhat does. I mean, uh, we've been just rolling in positive news for the last uh, six months or so. and uh, Yeah, we need to be put in check. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I think we were kind of getting a little giddy off that. Maybe this is a come down to earth for us. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. It it definitely gives Campbell some uh, fodder for uh, coaching Mm -hmm. this this spring. So, uh, uh, yeah, it is is definitely a setback. When you lose Jameson Williams for six games – uh, that, that's a big loss. Uh, we were expecting big things out of this guy, and we still are. Uh, yeah, so in, in that regard, it is a loss. Um, but sometimes these situations 
can can bring a team together. So I'm I'm hoping that it works out that way. I think uh, I think these guys were very selfish and foolish and stupid for what they did. And it, it, it's, these guys know the rules. I mean, it, it has to be spelled out for these guys when they do anything. And then Jameson Williams it screwed himself royally. When I was reading, there's a very good chance he yep. lost his guaranteed money, like close to $7 million uh, for this little what? stuff. What? And just Did lose all of it or just for six? Well, this uh, is on Sideline Report. I was just seventeenths of it. Well, no, yeah, he'll in in actual salary this coming year he'll lose like three hundred and something thousand dollars. Yeah, he'll lose six game checks. I thought that was big. You're saying yes. seven million? No, but they're this? saying it it affects his guaranteed money. I don't think it means he won't make the money, but it's it won't be guaranteed or something like that. I mean, um, he's losing you get six game checks, so you get paid a you know that evenly. So yeah, so. Uh, Anyway, well, uh, while you're looking that up, UJ, let me get let me throw it over to Rud Dog. Rud Dog, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll throw the same question to you, just about the momentum the Lions have had, the positive um, momentum coming in this off season, coming in this new season, coming in the draft here. Uh, your thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, because obviously I mentioned Staffers, four players. This is like not just one player. Jamo's kind of been highlighted because he's the biggest name, but yeah, this is this is I mean wide in a way. It's not a good look. It's not a good thing. Uh, uh, it's. I, I mean, JMO is like obviously gets the brunt because he is the most important person that got you know caught up in all of this. Like, you know, I, as much as I like Cephas, I, you know, I feel much more distraught about the fact that we're not going to have JMO for six games oh, to yeah. start next year. But Kid J, like, really quick, can we like have some uh, like? church bill or what what like the grip is there a grim reaper get out of here like that like Don't the death of quintus cephas's career hey, no no today. no no death no suspended indefinitely is not terminated i know he's cut from the team but he can rise once more like a phoenix from the ashes you i know, guess not for the only Lions. temporary okay but yeah no uh you know the organization's bigger than any one person uh you know, I know we lost several, but uh, and some temporary, some permanently. But like, I, I I think Dan and Dave and Sheila's vision is bigger than these little inconveniences. I don't think this is going to deter any of the momentum in any kind of major way, other than which is why like the fixation point, the biggest thing is going to deter is six games without our shiny new super weapon. You know, it's like. That could cost us games. Um, you know, I think I'd like to think, you know, we're bigger than that and uh, whatnot. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, who's going to replace Shark Speed now for the first six games? Because that's what Jameson was supposed to do. Um, I just don't know. We're going to have to address the position now. I, I don't see how it doesn't affect our draft strategy, at least in the sense that it just made receiver more of a priority. I mean, you, you draft for the long term, I, though. You're not drafting for a six-game fill-in. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't yeah, think Yeah, but we're already we're like in position where we kind of need a receiver um, anyway We're you know to add one somewhere. But like on top of that, now we're going to be missing our top weapon. Uh, but I don't I, like think our this, top, I, I don't think this means we reach for a guy in the second round. I didn't say anything. Who said anything about reaching? I just said it would prioritize. Well, you're saying it's changing our draft strategy, so I'm trying to understand what you mean by it's changing I have strategy. explained it as so much as it prioritizes receivers. So you get to a pick, and you have a certain number of prospects in a certain range that all grade out similarly, uh, but they're all at different positions, and you know one of them's a receiver. You might favor receiver now instead of another position. Uh, or, you know, at least another offensive weapon. Like, maybe we even feel better about, like, taking a Bijan or Jameer Gibbs at some point because someone's got to replace that expected. Like, so much of what we're going forward is based on the projection of what JMO was going to provide this year, and we're going to be missing that for six games. I'm just saying that's going to that's gonna make things different. Not, it's not necessarily going to bring us down, but it's something to consider pretty heavily. I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if we pull the trigger pretty early, like third did, or fourth round. We did lose two receivers too, not just one. So true. <laughs> I mean, and like that's let's look at this. I mean, no, no, I I know you laugh. You guys laugh, but uh, let's face it, Cephas. Uh, if he's healthy, he's, he's oh, Cephas. I thought you were talking about Barry Hill. 
No, I was actually talking about Cephas, but uh, when he's healthy, he's a pretty good receiver. Uh, he hasn't been healthy, obviously. We know that. But, uh, you know, he, he always seems to shine in camp, and then when he gets to, uh, you know, to the real games, he, he starts out really well and then gets hurt. That's just been his M.O. So we, we actually, you know, he, he might have been on this team this year again, too. And just we lose valuable depth, if, if nothing uh, else. So, I mean, we did lose two receivers. So it might adjust our strategy slightly. Like your Red Dog, I think you're kind of right. It may I don't think they'll reach in the higher rounds. I really don't. Well, what's reaching? I think we just draft one at appropriate range when when it's available. If it, if the yeah. draft board falls, like I mean, but we I don't think that reach... was always the strategy. I don't think it changes it. No, but you. But like I said, players can fall into the same grade range to the point where the only thing distinguishing is what do you need? Do you need a different? What player do you need more? Uh, an O lineman, a receiver, a running back, a linebacker. There's so many positions that positional value and need does get factored in to best player available, especially if there's not an obvious best player available. I mean, which I guess I see obvi- what you're saying, but I just um, I don't think that they're, they're going to make that decision based on a six game window. Like we need this guy for six games. Like, I, I don't yeah, think I that's going to be the deciding factor in a draft pick. If we want it, we're going to be like a hardcore competitor next year. A, a six game window could be devastating to the season if we were to fuck up. I mean, I don't see how that's like not to be taken seriously. You think we're just good with Khalif Raymond, Josh Reynolds, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Marvin Jones as our top four guys? By, I think we can get by, yes. Uh, I, I mean, I mean you're, you're, I, I you don't think, think we're going to take a guy in the top two rounds, and I don't think we're going to find a guy in the third round that's going to remotely fill what JMO. Did, well, see, that's so. the thing. Well, no one's going to refill JMO, but you need to add new talent to the roster. It's new potential there because, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, too. But you know, everyone's counting on JMO coming, but what did JMO just do? He just pushed off his ter- his return date. And you know what? Like, I know, like, it's easy to feel like this is getting overblown, but he just made six weeks where he's not going to be around people. He's going to be isolated and away from his team. And I'm just saying, like, bad habits, bad ideas come into people's minds if they're not kept on task. Like, and I'm just saying, we can't guarantee anything with Jamal right now. He just, you know, fucked himself royally right now, and he's got a lot of work to do. To, if he doesn't keep his head t- down and just work through these next, you know, six months or whatever until get that week seven and show up and produce, like, he thinks can go get worse, you know? I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's going to mm-hmm. happen. I think he's a solid guy. I think he's going to get his shit together. But right now, he just has put himself into a shit position and he put the team into a shit position too. And so I, I, you have to, I'm not saying we have to draft a guy high or at all. I think it would behoove us to add some more talent to that receiver room though. Good, uh, good, good segue. Cause I want to get to the, this next part about JMO. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. kind of, but, uh, Let's do it. You know, this, we had a little bit of back and forth before we hopped on here tonight. That's all right. It's all in good fun. But, um, so I should note that even with the suspension, JMO can play in the preseason. Um, he can, you know, have the whole off season to work with the Lions. It's just those six weeks he cannot be with the team. The, uh, when the week one starts, he cannot be with the team through the end of that six game, basically. Then he can return. This is similar to like what Deshaun Watson had. Anybody really that gets suspended, you have to be away from the facility, like Red Dog mentioned. Right. But the crux of the question that we have is, and tell me if I'm not understanding your issue with it, but is there an issue or is there a concern with Jamison Williams? I say no. I think this is an honest mistake. But UJ, you seem, and and I I believe Rudd Dog as well. uh, Rudd Dog, if I'm looping you, apologies. But UJ, you seem to think that there is a bigger issue at hand with JMO in the long term, like kind of like this prima donna type thing. Tell me again, you didn't right. read anything I wrote in those texts <laughs> earlier today. No one seems to have understood. Well, then you did not communicate I, it clearly. I, I couldn't clear have communicated any more clearly than I did. My point was, so, all right, fr- that, and, okay, you, you deny this, but however, during the course of the season, especially toward the end of the season and in the last few months, some yeah. fans, whether in commentary or whatever, they've, they've questioned JMO's, uh, I don't know, his uh, his buy-in, his uh, 
commitment, effort, his, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but people have questioned it. And the Lions have felt that they have to let people know that JMO is, he's here, he's practicing, he's, he's, he's bought in, and he's all this stuff. They seem, they seem like they have to go out and tell people to assure the fans. Now, I'm not saying JMO hasn't bought in or anything. I'm not. I think, I think he's fine. And I'm sure the team thinks he's fine. But there are people out there because of things you know that have happened. They they question it, and the Lions seem like they have to defend that all the time. And I don't know why. That is so hard to I understand. Like not, <laughs> but I feel like they're not defending it. They like they're just giving. They've always there's articles been written, and I I showed you a couple. Oh no! But you you're giving me Pride of Detroit like opinion articles, but there's but like there's no proof ever that JMO was like. I didn't say there like was. I never did him. say there was. Z. I say this is Z. the okay, impressions. Let me, let me step they're in out here. there. But like a small, I think the argument is like it's a small majority of like. It doesn't matter, the Z. There's been has, rumblings. There's enough people argument. out there that they feel like they got to tell. People. But I feel like they're just like searching for a story when there is none. Hold on. There's been rumblings from the day yeah. he was drafted, right or wrong. People have. I, I remember when he got right around the time he got drafted, like. Like there was just people putting out like prima donna questions. Wh whoever wanted to start this rumor or th thought process, I was like, really? Where? Like they? Oh, because he looked like he was dour in his press interview at the draft. Like he didn't say much, and he just kind of was like low energy. But like, so people thought he didn't want to come play for Detroit. Like people started asking these questions early. There was questions about his commitment, and then like weird things, like his 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 Instagram, like or whatever uh, tweet tweets and stuff. He would do things that are questionable, like uh, like the idea of Lamar Jackson coming to Detroit, like implying that he doesn't like Jared Goff or whatever. All nonsense, if like all non like big deals at all, but little things that people grab onto. And then you had Brad Holmes coming out and saying things like. In, that seemed to imply that uh, he wasn't holding up his end in terms of like accountability when he said when he like he's like oh we're doing everything we can to make it work you know James has just got to do his part and like and that but like, in the article people you just think me, why even why even put it that way no I agree I think Brad was just being Brad and just saying it straightforward but it made people question why even bring up accountability if he's not just why aren't they just raving about his his habits and his behavior the point is there is a low rumble of people who have concerns about jameson williams commitment it doesn't matter the number it might be a small minority but he just helped confirm all their feelings of concern with his recent actions and getting caught in this suspension like they feel vindicated now because now the the real world is reflecting everything they want to see if, yeah. even if they you know if they're doing it for whatever reason, but the Do fact you is there is a contingent, and he let, just helped hey, them. Let me quote you from the article, okay? I'm just read this one little quote from the article. Williams has been the focus of lots of scrutiny from the fans this offseason, leading our own Mike Payton to address some of the Lions' concerns in an article explaining the misunderstandings about Lions receiver Jamison Williams. So right there, that first line, has been the focus of lots of scrutiny from the fans this season. It's just a fact. Some fans, they they're scrutinizing him for whatever. They need something to whatever, write about. Whatever, <laughs> fine, whatever. The writers, the they fans. are, and someone's writing stuff about this, and people are are trying to. You UJ, know. do you have a concern with him? Yes or no, JMO? No, not really. I, Rud Dog, do you? Yeah, I have a concern that he's not going to be able to play for us for the first six weeks of the season. Well, and that, yeah, I mean, I mean beyond that, like, obviously. That's what what i mean it's an open he's he's created questions can you deny he's created questions he, about yeah, his decision has. making like he he did a dumb thing like here's the thing like we want to talk about commitment commitment like because earlier you seem to be hung up in our text thread about the idea that commitment is tied to, is, is like him showing up and working out and stuff and it's part of it but Commitment is so much more, especially when you're talking about what the Lions are trying to create and a commitment to greatness. That means aligning all your actions towards that goal. That means your life, you don't make silly little sloppy errors that get you six games of suspension and screw you and your team's teammates over. That's not someone who's focused on greatness. Now, does that mean I think he's not committed? I think he's very committed. I just think his level of commitment clearly needs to rise and he needs to get 
aligned, you know, and he has to prove that to me now because he's created questions. And he, I mean, he doesn't have to prove it to me, but I mean, if he wants to repair, he's he's damaged his reputation a bit, and he needs to repair it. Uh, I and that's the only way he, the best way he can do that: show up to camp, kick ass, st- shut his mouth, just do his job, and then when week seven comes, he goes out there and blows the league away, and we're golden. Right. And my only yeah, point I'll, earlier is that he was giving fuel to those naysayers by by this big blunder of his. That's all I was saying. So I I, I I just don't think there's that many naysayers. I just think it's like like I said, uh, it's a not naysayers necessarily. Hill. It's people questioning aspects of his character if he is the guy. It's not even people saying they don't want him to succeed. But like like for instance, uh, uh, Armani and Edwards, Ryan Armani. Uh, has been kind of reading the tea leaves of like like for like a few months i've heard him talking about like the way brad holmes talks about him and just like things he's been seeing and then all now like things like this because now you gotta think when did we know about this we just found out you think brad holmes didn't know about this a while ago oh, and I'm so like some of the him. things i, I yeah, imagine he wasn't very happy with jameson either if he found when he found I this would, out i would not imagine he was happy no you know what i mean so like <laughs> The point is, concerns were confirmed, and that's the problem. Uh, whether or not they're they're warranted, or they represent some sort of systemic, like slippery slope with him. That's up to him to, to you know prove his actions going forward will prove otherwise. That's yeah, that's all it that. is. I'm not you know, like with that. I, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt, though. He's a so young kid. Point, he made see? a mistake. What's your point then? I just think you're you're, you're there was like. I, I never heard this until you brought it up today that there was like some like character concerns yeah, about Jameson Williams. How can like, you have not heard it? Out of the woodwork. You know what? Writers it is? I think write it's about this stuff. The comment. One writer. You're a new on dad. You're, you're, you're too distracted. This has been going on for a while. And, uh, and if you read just, comments it, in, on sites, which I do read, the lot of character concerns. They would have traded up for the guy. So I don't think they have major character. No, I don't think so. From him in that regard, yes, he did hurt his reputation, obviously, with this. And yes, I agree. He needs to come back and like you know work his way back in. Uh, yeah, he hurt and trust. But, <laughs> and we uh, we can all agree on that. We don't disagree with that. But <laughs> I'm not sure. I, CZ, I feel like you've been arguing just to argue for a while now. I don't. I think you just see that we're right, and you just can't get, bring yourself. <laughs> but around you're not right because you're saying there's like this overarching like major concern about his character. Since no, like, it, hey, we didn't say it was a major true. overarching. It's not true. It, it's, it's this underlying no. thing that's been there for a while. There's like these this this small hey, corner of the internet like this like yeah. it's like the the far away galaxy or something well, like Z, that is like these dumb like idiots in the far corner. The bottle and 200 years later it came up and like I, I, I don't know but basically <laughs> this tiny little message that has somehow reached out and said Jameson Williams has some major character concerns. Since day oh my one. god! And you keep extrapolating. We never said major. Overblown. We never said major. We never. All we said was questions have been rising since the day he was drafted, and regardless of the 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 how worthy those questions were, it doesn't matter. There's a narrative out there. There's a narrative forming, and he just contributed a, a really juicy bit of meat to that narrative against himself. A narrative that was like so tiny, so like a little more. I mean, of it wasn't huge. Now I don't think bigger. it's as tiny as you think it was. It, yeah, I mean, it's not as tiny as you think it was. I think there's it, a decent amount of people that are just concerned. That he's not serious and not, you know, dedicated enough to, you know, stick around. But, like, the thing is, he's helped their argument. You can't deny that. I mean, this is – he. Jameson Williams is kind of the first one to do this, I guess. Uh, I mean, gambling was just legalized in Michigan, and you can do it in, like, a matter of a snap of a finger on your phone. This is a 21st century problem that you probably won't be the last one to do it. Um, just with how easy it is, because in obviously in the history of the sport, it's not been this easy to gamble on sports from a, a right. NFL facility. So it wouldn't shock. I mean, I should also mention one player on the Washington Commanders, uh, Shaka Tony, was also suspended indefinitely uh, for gambling on football. And then, as I mentioned, Calvin Ridley last year, um, he was injured, but he made one parlay for like ten dollars, and he was suspended the entire year while he was injured. And he was like at home at his like he wasn't even at the facility; he was just injured sitting at home watching football, saying ridiculous. Throw ten dollar bet down on my phone. Nope. I want to be clear smart. too. I I don't necessarily I don't like the rules, and like I'm not saying that he's some terrible person for doing gambling uh, on campus. It's the fact that he. 
the the rules had these consequences attached, which meant you know missing time, you know that would he knew the consequences. We got we we can hate him all we like, yeah. but reality's reality, and now he's out six games, and Is, you know yeah, it's his fault. Does, does like um. Chris Spielman and the leadership share some blame. I mean, again, this is four players plus a lot of pe- people in different departments. So, well, clearly, good, people do not know the know, rules in this building. It's a good leadership question, and Z. accountability. Like, you would think all these guys have been briefed on all this stuff, like things to do, not to do when you come into this league, and you know, right. you got to be careful about. But you know, how how good did they teach him? How good did they pass him? Yeah, you're right. It, clearly not. Here. Braylon Edwards know. had the best idea I heard. Why, like, if these are if these are strictly prohibited things that can only bring you sorrow and pain, why not have website blockers on campus, like block betting <laughs> yeah. sites? Well, yeah, I'm just saying. Absolutely. Like, I think like this is also seems like they're probably making an example right now. You know, that's what it also feels like because, like, six games for literally placing a shitty little bet on the corner of campus is pretty harsh. Um, I mean, thank yeah. God he didn't do a shitty little bet on the NFL. Like, Jesus, yeah, could you imagine if he was definitely suspended? Like, hey, let, talk let about add, the worst way to you, start your career. <laughs> let me uh, read you some real quick from uh, Brad Berryman from the uh, fan side. Uh, oh, I thought it was going to be Mike Payton again or something. <laughs> well, no, but this is about uh, <laughs> his Payton. salary, okay? Williams signed a four-year $17.46 million contract when he was drafted last year. Calculated against 18 weeks, he will cleanly, this is what he wrote, cleanly lose at one-third of his $1.148718 million base salary for the year. $382,906 is how much he'll lose in salary. And with the suspension, as noted by Jason Fitzgerald of Over the Cap, Williams will see the guaranteed salaries he has coming go away, including five point oh. three seven million total over two thousand twenty four and two thousand twenty five. Mm. So, dear I hope God, he won his bet. I hope he won his bet. Oh my yeah. God, like <laughs> that's major. That's Here's huge. what I will that's say: a that's a tough. That's a tough. Bet the NFL. That's tough. The NFL that. better have briefed all these people hardcore to stand so hard on these kind of penalties. Like otherwise, they're gonna face suit like legal suits back because this is crazy. Like that's like yeah. that's I mean, brutal. Put, uh, it's been pretty clear, I think, the rules. Uh, I mean, I know they have like rookie initiation and stuff, and then I'm sure they brief all the teams every year at certain times. But like, man, like, and, but then here, come on, Dole, how does that not bring into question this kid's judgment? Like those were the consequences, and he did it regardless. Like. What and like all these idiots? Like, what do they think they could get away with it or something? Like, I don't understand. Like, like that just shows terrible judgment. Yeah. Well, when they're twenty-one years old and you're doing a lot of dumb things, so. But it's yeah, a very tough. costly dumb thing. <laughs> yeah, I, so, I yeah, mean, it's hey, so I, easy. He can come back. He just he just made a real bad decision. Yeah, right. Oh, it, it's kind of a hypocritical culture, though, that they're. The NFL is pushing so much of stuff in their advertising and everything else, and they're getting so much money off right. the gambling sites. And then it is very hypocritical. There's no doubt about it. And then he wasn't even betting on football. He was betting on, well, college football maybe. He wasn't betting on the NFL. Like, and, I don't uh, understand that. Yeah, why can't you gamble for other sports? At, yeah, why, why not just say where? you can't bet on the NFL? That makes sense. That's the only thing You that have makes a direct sense. effect on games. You're a player. But, uh, you know, why the other sports, what, what difference does it make, you know? Who cares? And then why does it matter if you room? do it at the facility? Like, I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't know, but the, the rules are uh, rules. It's almost like they just uh, were yeah. like, here's a bunch of landmines, boys. Try not to step on them. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah, it just sucks, though, man. It's frustrating, uh, though, because we we're, we're you know, hoping them. to get off to a big start, which we still may this coming year. But, right. I mean, JMO I mean, was a big piece of that. So At least he'll have camp yeah. this year Basically, to work he's going to have off yeah basically by week 11 he's going to hopefully be worked into the offense because like the first four weeks is kind of the preseason <laughs> but this so, is a well, guy that already was missed like a, a whole year basically, he's staying at year. in yeah. alabama for the six weeks right i heard <laughs> no 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 is that know. a joke i i yes because he went to alabama i didn't 
I forgot that he's from St. Louis. Oh, so you I just thought that's I don't know where I don't know where actually be staying during the six weeks. So. I hope he stays somewhere with a Southern gym California. and like they provide him with like a trainer or something to make sure he stays on point because he better be ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh I, man, I think yeah, he'll be chomping at the bit though. I mean, here's the thing: I still feel like I still generally feel like he's gonna be all right. I, I mean, I just wish we didn't have to deal with these questions, but he brought them to light, so it's like, ugh. But I think he'll come back and and be just fine because that yeah. talent is too good. This is going to be a good test of the leadership on this team, and I'm not talking about just it the is. coaches, but the especially the players, I think. Uh, yeah, you know, of course. They've been really building a culture of leadership on this team, and uh, and I think these guys are going to have to step up in a huge way. Uh because of this incident and and there it may force a strong it may you know help them create a stronger bond over this in the long run uh you know now they got to fight through another adversity and uh yeah it, it could make it stronger so but yeah our our players are going to have to step up uh they're going to have to become true leaders in this instance and uh, have a level of forgiveness but they also got to lay the law down with uh JMO too this shit can't be tolerated Yep. And uh, it, it can't be tolerated by anybody. And uh, so it's going to be an interesting test for these guys, I think, definitely. Um, here's an interesting thought. Uh, someone, back to uh, Ryan Armani, actually. So he thinks we can't draft, like, Jalen Carter at all now because it's like you already got your kind of problem child on the roster. Can we really <laughs> afford to add another one? Oh. And then it's like – uh I actually he also thinks thought now that we, myself this goes back <laughs> i thought to it too argument. i mean i but he also says he doesn't think we can draft quarterback at all now at our pick like we've lost some flexibility because now we need to draft a player who's going to contribute this year right away because we just yeah. lost our one of our playmakers out the gate i nah i don't think it's gonna i think Jay, that, i think there is something about the jalen carter i think it was even like Dan Campbell, I want to say, that said something along the lines of, uh, uh, "I mean, Holmes just Brad Holmes like, came you, out. You, and can, said you that. can take so many of those kind of guys, or something like you. You can take so many of those kind of guys, but you can only take so many who who risk like disrupting your culture that need to be like sort of reined in by your culture that needs that extra. You know, they don't have that initial just natural buy-in that you want, but need to be kind of straightened out." I mean, because you, you really can only take so many. Because those guys, you know, do create drag, and you don't want drag. You want streamline. You want us flying true. So I mean, I think there's validity to it, but I don't know how much, and because I don't still don't know about Jalen Carter enough. But I think it's an interesting thought. What yeah. do you think? Z? And Brad Holmes just came out and said, like after meeting with Jalen Carter on their pro day uh, or the top thirty visit to the facility, uh, he had. Mm-hmm. You came away more positive, uh, basically. That, that could be a death knell for that. Means we're probably not picking them at all. <laughs> well, yeah, pre-draft <laughs> stuff. You got to take everything with a grain of salt. Right, right. But, uh, but um, he didn't say anything negative about them uh, or like yeah. neutral. He, he said positive. Uh, uh, it's it's going to be learned really, some things that were positive. You know, this thing happened a while ago. Uh, it's just coming out now, the punishment. So they've known about this since, what, November or something like that? Uh, so it's not yeah, surprising. So. Now, the players have been in camp uh, training, and by all accounts, I think they're almost all there, right, working out, uh, lifting, mm-hmm. running, all that shit. So yep. I, I think whatever problems the team may have had with this incident, mm-hmm. or it, it, it's got to be all soaked into the – the landscape now so uh right they're mm-hmm. dealing with it however they want to do it and uh i think they'll be fine i i you know this team's gonna persevere through it i think especially with the leadership at the top i think i think they're gonna persevere through it so it'll be gritty right. teams persevere baby but you know now that i'm now that i'm really thinking about it Dan, his, brad holmes's comments in retrospect really do kind of sound not like a not him blasting JMO in front of the world, but maybe like a, a him putting like giving like a little public call out to JMO by saying, you know, he just has to do his part. Because at that point, he probably he knew all this was this was gone down, and he's telling you know. But it also was like saying JMO like we're support we're we're gonna do everything to make it work, but at the same time, you know, step up, bud. 
<laughs> like, yeah. You know. Maybe. I don't know, man. <laughs> like, <sighs> he's taught, he's been I, asked I, so many questions about this kid knowing all this. I can't imagine. I, I got, I got to imagine some of that blood through and into the, all these. had such a negative persona to this point, right? What? No, I'm talking Davis about just. Williams. I'm just talking oh about Brad Holmes. Because <laughs> <No>, you're. <laughs> you're <laughs> oh my God. See, you're taking it in such a negative way because you don't believe any of this stuff existed, this undercurrent of people who doubted James. Or as Connor says, it's all new trolls. I'm sorry, I didn't listen to like one. It's you know, been around. Person who has it's been around. 10 followers on Twitter. Oh my God. It's been it. around. If you've been paying attention, it's been around. It has been. It's low uh, level. It's not. The only thing I heard up to this point rumblings. was about like his like re- his facial expressions during the draft about coming to Detroit. That's where it started. You didn't hear anything about the Lamar Jackson like thing? Like that was a questionable, like little players, little nippy, like everything questionable decisions are like just it's just rumblings. Z. It's not any proof of anything. It's just rumblings of distaste with his of his some of his behavior which everyone's gonna get like when you're under this much scrutiny but you're, you're gonna have people overreacting seem like they're well legitimate. They, they were rumblings enough that Doesn't writers didn't write about it come on so that's something z it didn't just come out of nowhere it culminated in a six game suspension <laughs> they, they so came out of nowhere like, for me well <laughs> well you've been preoccupied lately z you know that yeah i know that that's little z's been uh <laughs> you know, new dad life I, I your, think your brain a lot lately so supposedly uh, perhaps <laughs> from what really <laughs> matters I, I Z, have, why I don't, don't you know about these rumblings about jmo that's way more important than raising your new kid come on i yeah. do not have any concerns about him i i think it's i i, I mean I'll, I'll just i i think it's an honest mistake i think we'll, we'll be good to go week seven uh you know unfortunately yeah it's just going to take seven weeks to get the JMO return to. Why well, you too? He's, he's just right. going to have to. One. He's slightly tarnished his reputation. He's going to have to fix that. So you know that's all. It's, and he delayed the start of the season. I think they'll get through it. I, I agree. I think they'll yeah. get through it. I think it, it just sucks. Uh, like those the the early part of the season where you try to you know work out the kinks of your offense and such. And now we're going to have to work that out with him starting week seven. So yeah, that, yeah, that part's amazing. So actually, you that's know, what we didn't face last year. Turning everything in your favor, you also keep him, you know, sheathed for another set six games, you know, sort of like now we're going to be a little into the season. People are going to think they have like a beat on us. And now you got JMO coming out of the wings to to just suddenly, you know, offer a whole X factor because he's going to dramatically change what we're capable of doing once he comes back. Yeah. It's just so disappointing. I just, like he's like got to be one of the top things of all the list of things I can't wait to see next season. <laughs> like now we have to mm. gonna have to wait. No, Though I, I guess there's I, chance. I mean, you, of a, but you mentioned like appeal. losing the DJ Shark aspect and Jamison filling that. But Marvin Jones is kind of filling the DJ Shark. Yeah, void. he's not nearly as DJ fast Shark's as... a fifty-fifty ball guy. Like I don't DJ Shark didn't really beat anybody down the sideline too much. He last did. Year. He had some nice vertical. That's what Marvin Jones does. Yeah, it's true. I think Marvin Jones is a. I don't think it's that Shark big of has a, four a three speed. I think Marvin Jones has like five, four five speed. I'm just saying, there's I, a speed. I, I, I looked it up right now. Uh, so DJ Shark, his forty yard dash four three four three four, which is good. Uh, Marvin Jones is four four six, so yeah. slightly slower, but not. I, I wouldn't call it drastically. That's significantly slower. Like slower. It's not four five. It's no. Well, it's just a tad uh, under four five. But if you watch five, him play, yeah. DJ Shark doesn't get like that major separation. No, he's a strider, so but he has that long speed, and it did pay off last year. And he's a threat over the top because of that speed. He can stretch the field more vertically than Marvin Jones can. Um, it doesn't mean he's going to burn guys every time, but, but I think, to a significant uh, that, degree. Um, like Marvin no. Jones is not like a separation guy, like in the slightest. I'm sorry, like I like Marvin Jones, but, but I'm saying DJ Shark wasn't really last year either. He's just not going to feel the same. He well, either way, we don't have all, our only speed element's going to be Khalif Raymond. Like, I'm sorry, like that. We're just not going to be a fast receiving core at that point. But we're going to be like, effective receiving core. I mean, we, we I got think some we could good be effective out there, and uh, you know, there's the other elements to our offense too. You know, I think Montgomery sure. can really help our running game, and I think and who knows who we're going to draft. You know, we might get a couple impact players that will help us out too. So I, I'm not overly worried about six games, to be honest with you. So, 
No, not overly worried. More just annoyed. No, I believe it in is. the system I agree. that we've established too. with Ben Johnson and our offense to get through six games without Jameson Williams because, well, we did it last year for the most part. We always, <laughs> I know we had T.J. Shark, yep. but even T.J. Shark was injured for a lot of those games. Uh, so We also Although, had that yeah. secret weapon. But you saw how good we were Kennedy. when all our horses were healthy that year. Yeah. Like, Josh Reynolds. You didn't mention Josh Reynolds. Uh, you can stretch it. Yeah. I mean, Reynolds is a decent deep threat. I mean, he's not a speedster either, but... You saw how our offense improved once he came back. I, I mean, honestly, I think Reynolds will have to step up in that start. number one route role again, unless we sign somebody new. Like he, I think he's better than Marvin you Jones. You guys are at the all forgetting one, our probably. secret weapon, Tom Kennedy. He's not on the roster, is he? Yeah, he won't be back. He's, he's on the well. He he's on the back. practice squad, but he's that's why he's a seeker, right? He's not even on the <laughs> roster right now. Oh, no respect. No. <sighs> well. There's, this is a good combo. I'm glad we hopped on here. Yeah, for the emergency pod. Um, but anyways, uh, so we will be back shortly uh, this week. Uh, we're recording this on Friday night. W- what better way to spend a Friday night than talking about uh, James and Williams getting suspended <laughs> for six games and three Lions getting kicked? Thanks, JMO. Uh, three more getting suspended. Oh, wait. Hold on. Uh, Get Jay, uh, play the funeral music. Uh, Rudd Dog, can you give the eulogy for Quintessie? Let's go ahead. No, I don't refuse. He's not dead. The studio space is yours. Go ahead. No, he's not gone. He's he's coming back, baby. Mark my words. Oh, boy. Denial. That's the first. Uh, there's like five stages. That's a river in Egypt. Don't <laughs> don't be talking about that. No on, Five stages of depression. I, I think. Uh, what, what's denial in that? You uh, know. Like you have to hit your Denial's lowest first. lows in order to get Denial. to your Denial highest is highest first, Rod Dog. Denial is first. Cephas <laughs> is just uh, you know, on, on a angry. different anger, path. Anger is second. Yeah, anger come on. Anger. Get to the come anger on. stage right now. Anger. Quick. I'm not angry. Uh-huh. What's after anger? No, not yet. You're just in the denial <laughs> stage still. Then it's bargaining, then it's depression, and then finally acceptance. So I'll we look forward to I the other it, four Z. stages. <laughs> it's happening right now. It's happened. <laughs> No, what? Like he? There's no rule that says he can't come back. Oh god, there is a rule. He's suspended indefinitely. <laughs> That's not forever. <laughs> that is literally the rule. <laughs> oh, he, he can get reinstated later. He can reinstate at least for a year. Uh, that's what Calvin Ridley did. Now that's he how got, he's going to he be healthy. Um, yeah. I don't know the. I don't know how they determine if they're okay to come back or not i guess they have to go through some major therapy sessions and stuff like that yeah are you uh, not addicted to gambling anymore? i really wish they would give the details uh of their betting yeah I, if i had to guess jameson bet on the world cup because that was going on in november i like december. to think cephas bet that the lions would win the super bowl at least well, that'd be feel nice about it. if they bet on your team that's good uh <laughs> See, betting on your team should be legal. Like, you're already trying to win anyway. Why would that change anything? Nah, that part should be verboten. I mean, you see what I'm saying, though, right? Having said that, you, Jay, I mean, you're you're, you're the oldest one here. You saw Pete Rose play. Uh, Should Pete Rose be in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely, he should be in the Hall of Fame. He never, I'm saying, he never bet against his team. He, he did bet for his team, but the guy's paid his but punishment. He, the guy was one of the greatest players in the history of baseball. And yeah, he has the most a, hits, technically. Yeah, I mean, it's just But he travesty. doesn't have the most hits because he's banned. So. It's a I think betting on your team to win should be allowed. I think that's stupid. All I'm saying There's is no... I think it's a forgivable sit in the long run, and they, they punish him yeah, enough. I agree. Let him have his all of him. He deserves it. Now, uh, I agree. I think most like, the public agrees. Yeah, I think the public does agree. Time. But, uh, you know, the baseball writers, they think a lot of themselves. So It seems yeah. like everyone wants to forgive J-Mo. So why well, I mean, the, the decision Rose? really comes down to the, uh, the only the commissioner can give P. Rose back his, uh, I don't know, whatever you call Yeah, it. they're going to do it after he dies. They, they're going to do it He's the only one that can reinstate Yeah. That's what they're going to do. I, I guarantee you. Hey, you know, a, a good friend of uh, ours back in the day, uh, I don't know if you Detroit listeners know, but uh, Johnny Red Kerr was, uh, you know, a big-time basketball player, played for the Bulls, was an announcer for years and years. Happened to be a good yep. friend of our dad, grandfather. Uh, anyway, put dust in he Jordan's once, face. 
a lot of people argue that he should be in the Hall of Fame, and and a lot of writers uh, fought for it to get in the Hall of Fame for the NBA for basketball, and uh, he never got admitted. And so Kerr Kerr said at one point though, if they elect me possibly posthumously, I'm not going to accept it. So uh, <laughs> that's my story. Anyway, I thought it was funny at the time when he said it. I oh, get yeah. it. He used to throw powder. He's in, not going to accept it because he's face. dead. Don't you get it? Do I have to explain the jokes to you guys? Uh, we yes. got it. Uh, we got it. We got it. We got it the first time. <laughs> All right. Did so, you get it? On that note. <laughs> on that note, let's wrap it up here. Um, so, <laughs> listeners, we thank you for hopping on this emergency pod to talk about the big news of the day um, with the suspensions for the Lions, and most notably Jameson Williams. Um, and then... I mean, Quintus Cephas is notable to one person on this podcast. Uh, and CJ Moore. CJ Moore is a tough loss. I don't think we talked about that enough. It, it is a tough loss. He's a core special yeah. teamer for this team. Yeah, that uh, sucks. It's, it, they I, just I signed him for like $5 million or wise. something, didn't they? Yeah, they just signed him. I was too. trying to look up his contract. Uh, I got to look it up. Brutal, though. Like Those guys are just like cut to the wind. Like, yeah. Yeah, two years, four and a half million. So they get suspended, That's and the team amount. just goes bye bye. <laughs> I mean, what yeah, I wonder how that impacts the. Uh, I don't know how that impacts the, the cap. cap. Yeah, with like that signing, if they're just. Oh yeah, imagine. it should clear cap space technically. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to speculate. But either way, why? Um, it's fun. So you should try it sometime. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's a dead contract, so it, he cost the team one point four million. because yeah. um, of the signing bonus, he already got paid. Uh, so good for him. He got a signing bonus before he being suspended forever. Uh, it's so. forever. Anyways, uh, let we we can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, not so. forever. It's not the same thing. It can be. It is. It's it's forever well, it's right now until forever. someone says it isn't. It's an, it's forever. Indefinitely. Indefinitely. Um, so let's wrap it up. So yep. let us know your thoughts on social media: Instagram at drinking the blue Kool Aid, Twitter at drinking lions. Hop on there, send us a comment, whatever it may be. Uh, do you think Jamison Williams is this just a blip in radar and his long career, or are there major concerns Hopefully. like one percent of the internet believes? Uh. <laughs> oh, did you do a study to get that number, Z? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, anyways. Um, you know that's like millions of people, right? That's <laughs> true. 1% of Detroit Lions Twitter. Um, but anyways, uh, we will be back later or early next week. Uh, I believe Monday we will release our final mock draft. <laughs> Oh, yeah. They're always 100% accurate. They are the Bible for the other, you know, for all 32 teams in the NFL, really. Thank um, God it. They're really the best mock drafts. It'll be the full mock draft. We'll do all the Browns. So uh, good. Yes, so, so good. good. Uh, Some people say our mock is the best mock of all the mocks. <laughs> I think, you know, everyone says like so. Everyone's mocks. Oh, yeah. Really sucks. Uh, you know. <laughs> Um, so be on the lookout for that. Also, um, be following our social media because we have a big announcement in terms of a giveaway we will have leading up to our live stream. We will give away this giveaway. Um, I don't want to say what Ooh, it is. We're yet. giving away a giveaway. Uh huh. We're giving away never a been done before. Damn. Absolutely right. Um, so be following us again. Instagram at Drinking Blue Kool Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. You'll need to be following us on both of those and listening to the live stream to win this and standing on your head. Moving forward. So, we want to thank everybody no for hands. listening. We greatly appreciate you tuning in on... Well, we're recording this on... Anthem. What? I'm trying to wrap up a podcast yeah, here. Yeah, come on. Damn it. Thank you for listening. Or I'm sorry, we were recording this on Friday night, but thank you for listening on your Saturday morning or your Sunday morning uh, to this emergency pod. Thank you to our producer, Kid J. Kid J. A, a jet lagged Kid J, uh, yeah. notably. So, Kid J, thank you for powering the podcast. Jet lagged Kid J. Appreciate that. 
<laughs> Wait, yeah. Jet lag could Jet lag could Yeah, he just flew it from California. His arms are tired. What are you yeah. doing? Jay. <laughs> you, Jay, you're ruining it. You left us hanging oh, there. I, I fucking oh, hold on, we'll try it again. <laughs> I said, All right, go. Jet lag could Jet lag could if you made it to the end of this podcast we always really greatly appreciate you because it usually starts to go slightly off the rails by this point especially on a friday place at 11 o'clock central (laughs) Um, so thank you to sidelinereport.com as well for hosting the podcast always greatly appreciate that go check them out um i didn't see any Articles about Jameis Williams' character on there, so go check out those articles. Uh, they won't turn a little issue into a big one. Oh, that's why um, it's your only source. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, oh, so boy. thank you, everybody, for listening. We greatly appreciate it. We'll see you Monday for the final mock draft, and then our live stream on YouTube at DTBK um, on Thursday evening. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Last but not least, as always, Go! Go! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go, Go. Lions! Hey, we did it! We did it! All right, all right. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.